So hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Abeg Who Sent Me. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Uh, for me, it has been quite an interesting one. <laughs> you know, life, life and its different uh, scenarios. But today we have an amazing person in the house. You know, I've been looking forward to this conversation for a long time. I'm glad we can finally have it. He is a business development strategist with over seven years experience spanning business research, digital marketing, project management, and data analysis. Known for acquiring actionable insight from large data sets to drive process change and market growth. He's a persuasive negotiator who uses integrity and professionalism in presenting joint ventures, assessing acquisitions, opportunities, and identifying new markets. Today, join me as we welcome Iketuku Kalu Jamra. Thank you very much. <laughs> My pleasure to be here. Yes, it's, it's so good to have you here, Kalu. Thank you very much. In, in the last seven years, the experience mm. you've got in the last seven years, what are the loopholes you found in in several businesses? I, I reckon that you've worked with quite a number of businesses in the last seven years. What, what are the common loopholes you find in their strategy or in their outlook or in their intelligence, yes, that you always alarms you and uh, you would like business owners to look out for? Uh, that's a very interesting question. I think um, I think um, I think I've worked around six companies. Um, yeah, um, all small business owners, maybe small to medium scale business owners, and, um, have varied experience with all of them. I mean, very interesting experiences. Uh, one of the things that's very recurring. Um, one of the things that's very recurring is. Um, uh, Strategy development is some 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 like the sound of it, you know. Okay, develop the strategy, bring it, and let's see, you know. And then when the strategy comes up and everything is done, execution is always a problem because that's where um, they begin to you begin to send some cold feet, especially in terms of funding, especially in terms of um, timelines. Especially in terms of um, so, for instance, I developed a strategy for entrance into um, retail and for renewable energy, um, which is critical power. That's UPSs and all of all that. Um, okay. I developed that strategy, and I was supposed to have the execution. Um, one of the things we needed to do was to create a brand create the brand ahead of the product so that mm-hmm. there's a recognition in the market. We already have a competition that had strong recognition and we were challenging that role. So what we needed was um, to be able to provide a counter in the mind of um, the consumer, provide a counter product that can say, okay, an option like, okay, if I can get this that I already know right from then, and I trust this you know, mm-hmm. and my budget was close around maybe around 10, 15 million or so, and all of all that. Um, the brief was they want this product to get across the nation. 
but then they are testing you, so they are bringing initial product. So my my suggestion was, yeah, I don't mind. Even if you don't have worth of 50 million naira product, can we push the brand? Then if there is demand, we can always get money from money markets to uh, push the product because mm-hmm. effective demand of course you're going to get it the, just, the key is getting the product into the minds of there's already okay. demand we already have uh, estimates of what the market um, what the size of the market is and what they usually demand what, what, what the usual um, historical demand patterns and we're supposed to push that and I made recommendations as to um, the media buying, what we needed to do, and um, where we needed to put our ads and all of all that. Um, only for season, then they'll be like um, the channels I wanted to use to communicate um, that it's, it's too expensive. You know, can I give to the social company? I wanted the brand company to handle it. Like, and explain what the brand is about, and then they'll just interpret everything in the market. Yeah, but you know they opted for okay. Uh, who can do who can do um, the poster very well? Who can do it nicely? And you know all of all those interferences start coming in. Then you mm-hmm. yeah, I have uh, somebody. Um, these people are owing us. Uh, why don't you do the advert? Yeah, I mean. Those are not where the target audience are listening. How can I go and do stuff like that on FRC and so, you know? And mm-hmm. you know, if me, I just knew that this wasn't going to work. I can't, but because it felt enough money, why should I spend money on uh, private stations uh, or spend money? I'm like, that is where the people you want to reach out to. Uh, but they also, a lot of people also listening to, the argument was just back and forth. A lot of people also listen to your Listen to this other so why should we? Sorry, mm-hmm. people are practicing this thing too. Can't you understand the product? You know? Right <laughs> <laughs> side of the divide. He is looking at cost plus plus getting yeah. the objective. Uh, so you what, I'm, what I'm okay. looking at is to create stuff in the mind of the people I want to buy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People who are uh, listening to Wayroy, they can't buy my this thing. What do you mean? I mean, get my comments. <laughs> it was it was laughable, but it's laughable now. But it wasn't funny then. I mean, how can I put a strategy and then you're telling me to go and put? Uh, uh, my advert on a person. I mean, who does that? You know? So that's that's one of those examples. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> let, 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 let me try and draw the lesson out from that example. I, I, I can imagine how painful that, that must have been. Very painful. Very because painful. The, the, the highest form of work is actually brain work. Is, is, is having to conceptualize and having to come up with something and then you've done the hard work and it's time to execute and they are giving you quote unquote flimsy excuses that are all that that's actually very painful and of course execution is king anytime any day so yes it's one thing to have strategy execution it has to be executed properly because you could miss out uh the main point if you don't properly execute. 
So I want to draw out a lesson, lesson for entrepreneurs from what you just said. So you are saying that if you are not ready to walk the walk, you shouldn't talk the talk. Is that it? It's a tough walk. Um, getting to the other side is a tough walk. It would require some grit. It would require some level of faith in the strategy. Um, it's not a piece of cake. Um, it's just it requires that conviction. An entrepreneur's work majorly is conviction. There has to be a conviction of purpose. Once there is conviction, it helps the person who undertakes strategy. It helps that person to be well, um, how do I put it? It helps the person to be properly stabilized to execute. That execution is when you know that you have 100% support um, going according to plan. What it does is it gives you confidence and it helps you to be able to iterate as you go along, you know, just to make sure that this thing succeeds. You know, so that it, 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 it improves your creative juices because you know that you have 100% confidence um, along the way and then there's conviction in the mind of the entrepreneur. What happens is that you can jointly set up um, sort of um, review uh, parameters where you review regularly just to see if things are going up to plan. Um, of course, so that the... Um, um, the entrepreneur is comfortable that his money is, you know, really um, yielding. Yeah, and there has to. So the timeline it might not be immediate, but it has to keep faith. You have to be. A, there has to be that collaboration, that handshake, you know, between strategy, execution, and the timing for when those rewards come in, because definitely sometimes to do require some lag. Which is where I think that certain entrepreneurs are not um, um, are not are not that patient. Another thing is um, I don't know if I can add to yeah. Let me just add. To that. You, you can add, but before you before you <laughs> before you move forward, you you right. you've talked some very uh, some pressure point yeah. really because time lag between yeah. I've spent this money I expect I'm in the middle of a strategy now and I'm seeing the money that we have to spend and I know that there will be time lag where I'm having um, the challenge is convincing my clients the amount of time it should take we both know it should take time but can we rightly predict how long it should take can we how, how, how do you maneuver the conversation of time, even with yourself? Because, okay, let's say I'm the entrepreneur. A strategy person comes to me and says, this is what we need to do. What spend this money? Okay, fine. When do I start getting return on investment? So how do you determine that? How do you know that you are being impatient? How do you know that you are being over-patient? Do, do, do you get my question? Yes, I, I do. Okay, so... Um I think that that's part of the strategy where, like I said, you set um, parameters where you can review. Um, when you hear banking that they do NPR, and it's very serious, um, everything is frank conversations. Uh, so I, I think that there should be frank conversations um, at certain times. Those so you are not setting a time just for. Um, returns. You are setting a time to review the plan, 
go because there should be movement. As you are doing things, there should be movement. So even if money doesn't come, eyeballs are supposed to increase. There are parameters. So if it's a website, visits, you know, there should be things. There should be um, attainment. There should be milestones that are being um, achieved. With, mm-hmm. with, uh, as time goes on, there should be milestones. Then as those things build up, it, it eventually gets to a point where it translates into finance. You know, it translates into um, bottom line. Because because essentially that's how it progresses. It's not just um, you could be lucky. There's a big break and then you know um, it comes before the predicted time and then it blows up. It, it's happened before. You know nobody knows how far it can be successful, but you can predict that to this level, this should succeed to this level by this time. Okay. If it does not, then there can be a review of that strategy because it tells you that some one assumption is wrong or something is wrong. As you go to the field, you can iterate because you are seeing something you probably never saw before or your competitor is responding to something you have done. So your okay. hands must consistently be on the floor. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, thank you for that. So you mentioned that there's something beautiful that you mentioned and it's just ringing in my head, which is the work of an entrepreneur is to be convinced, is conviction, is the ability to believe in what you're doing and then trusting the strategy person enough, whoever that is, whether it is yourself, whether you are contracting it out enough um, on the strength of that conviction. Okay, so thank you for that. Uh, so you said one of the things you found is people talk the work, talk, but they don't want to work the work. That means if you say do strategy, trust strategy person enough to get their work done, trust them enough to uh, what's the name, define the parameters. Yes, trusting them does not mean you don't question. Trusting them does not mean you don't guide. But it means that you. You, you you believe in the process that they are trying to create. So thank you for that. So is there any other <laughs> loopholes you find in you know people's strategy or things or, or in people's approach to business strategy? Yeah, I think something else is also um, first of all, sometimes one of the pressures is um, they are using short term money to get um, long term. Um, you want you want to use um, short-term money to get a um, long-term result. It won't work. So if you have to do um, funding for a strategy, you have to be realistic that okay, if you are seeing the timeline, you have to be realistic. There should be some lag, um, knowing that okay, some reasonable level of space, so that you don't accelerate um, whoever is doing whatever leap accounting or whatever little income that really needs reinvesting into the strategy you know sometimes um, if you find properly established business is like three comfortable to five years then they have um, in their IRR plan they have internal rate of returns or so they have maybe a four year for it to begin to uh, give enough room for it to start uh, yielding something but what you find is that because of pressure, because of the way we run businesses around there, 
um, you don't have patient capital. So you mm-hmm. find that, uh, yeah, it's whatever that can give you quick returns um, that we focus on here. And sometimes those things are just basic trading that really, really do not require, uh, I wouldn't say be a lot of big stuff, but it requires uh, just quick out strategy. Um, and so it affects the sort of, your capital also affects the kind of strategy that you're giving, that you're giving. So, so you may not need an influencer to quickly get a product out. Uh, maybe the product is already on ground, it's not selling. You want to push all of all that. Uh, so you are not concerned about um, registering in the mind of the people. What you are concerned about is let the stock go out. That's a different conversation from registering the product in the mind of the people. Are you getting me? Yes, and yes, that, I do get. And so that's, what that's, I have to, okay. Hmm. What I have to, what you're saying is that there has to be a clear objective, very, very yes. clear. Yes. So you can't me. either you're doing you want it to register in the mind of people, or you want to sell this product out, or you want to. Yes. 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 Uh, also, um, I also found out that um, a lot of people want to stick with um, what has been working without looking at um, the industry as a whole, providing thought leadership, providing just leadership. You know, so people just uh, are comfortable in the zone where they know um, where they play, and so they don't take any risk. Yes. Yes, uh, I'm sorry. I, I just wanted us to tie a ribbon before we move forward. Oh, okay. We're talking about the fact that most times people use short-term, let's say capital that they got from short-term loans or something or, or, or source to mm. run strategy and then it mm. puts them under pressure to deliver. Yeah. But you know, in this side of the world, in Sub-Saharan, in Nigeria, mm. entrepreneurs access to financing is one of our big issues. It's part of why quite a number of businesses fail. We, we don't have access to to loans with good terms. We don't have a lot of leeway when it comes to financing. It's something we've not gotten right yet in Nigeria. So a small business or even a medium business could just run out of business because there's just no financing to support that kind of business. So knowing that that is peculiar to us, Knowing that almost nine out of ten Nigerian entrepreneurs would put money into strategy and that money is on a short leash. How do you advise that, uh, this is approached? Do, do you understand what I'm trying to say? I do. Most I times do. Long leash. So yes, you, you mentioned something about the influencer and all of that, but what other things do you think you can you can use to run strategy on the short run that can quickly start to give us revenue because okay yeah. yeah um let's say cash flow is the life of a business exactly exactly um and i believe it wholeheartedly <laughs> you know, just want to see something that is properly put together um if those books are tidy enough um, we can see flows, inflows, we can see outflows. But what you find that with a lot of small businesses, uh, the accounting is terribly poor. Um, 
and with that sort of prospect uh, it's just the credibility of whoever um, comes to ask you for money that's, that's remaining you know and that becomes a pro becomes more risky and that's why you have banks cannot um, advance certain kind of loans so what i do i say first of all from ground up every entrepreneur needs to understand proper bookkeeping is also a way to keep the life of your business even if you do not have zero cash but people can see the history of the money flow in your business there's, yeah there's a story there's a story i should be able to have data I was talking to somebody and he was telling me about the amount he collects data up to the amount of rainfall. He he runs a farm. That's how detailed. You know, I I expect that um, entrepreneurs should begin to work on uh, more granular details. They can work with. Uh, I expect the, the strategy person can also help in that. Just list out parameters that they need to track. You know, when payment comes. Um, who are their paying customer? Little little details can be very very helpful. Um, when product comes, how it goes. There's a flow. You just need to track. Some of, once you put your books together, it's even easier for an external um, data analyst to begin to walk around um, that data and begin to uh, extract value. Um, that data becomes value because okay, so we can see that 5,000 people they buy, they were buying at first month, second month, what's happening, and all of all that. What that does for you, not just credibility, I can talk to um, some high network people and say this thing has prospect based on XYZ. XYZ. Um, we're not giving you equity, we're giving you debenture. Just not. I get things. And three yeah. years to maybe eighteen months. In big companies, they call it commercial paper. In small companies, you don't have to call it any fancy food name. Just uh, to pay you in so 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 so. And there has to be something. There has to be so um, that's headroom. Some people are just keeping the their money for safekeeping in banks and all of that. But you can reach out to their sources. I mean, if MMM, Viaza and all the rest of this world are raising billions out of... Why should structured businesses, small businesses, not be able to raise money? Once you have a story that is good, people will have to give you some money. I guess it's just what you do with that that now translates into... Yeah, how you package your story. You know, so those are I, I, is an integral thing which a business strategy person can help you because once you're able to communicate the uh, gap that you have identified, how you intend to fill it, um, what you need to fill it in terms of resource, um, how what timeline is going to take, and what parameters you're going to track along the way, how you are going to provide updates. I mean, people have the money is there. You just need safe space. It just needs to be safe. Once that money knows it's it to come. Mm. Can we see uh, anything? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it.
Whoa. Uh, if you've uh, dropped some very, very hard balls there. Really, what records are you keeping as an entrepreneur or as a small business or a medium business? You, you'd be amazed at even companies that have up to 15 staff, 20 staff still don't have proper books it's, it's almost a ton of flesh so before you know it um, the entrepreneur owner and founder is dipping out money to take care of uh, one need or the other and, uh, well they are the one doing the work you should be recorded that um, I think there's a way to record some okay so maybe every three months or so, so, so something allowance or so they just have to be clear part to it. and of course you pay your you should pay yourself from the business such that you don't have to and then if you must now loan money out of the business you should record it that you took it on you you're actually uh very correct from 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 every point of view and it's interesting i didn't even know we get to this part of the conversation to say that data is a lot of things so somebody you, you said something that that stuck with me you said your books must tell a story people want to know your story so yes you've not you've not blown quote unquote yes you're not you're not raking in the billions yet but with the hundreds of thousands that are coming in what story is your book saying what what, what is it speaking to what data do you have uh, this, this is a very valid question and, and it's something we struggle with, especially for those, um, especially in the early stages, because you're juggling a whole lot of things together. You, you almost don't even remember to write down some things, but it, it should be part of the lifeline of the business. Thank you very much, Carly, for, for pointing that out and for pointing, rightly pointing out that there's money where there's money. And the first step, rather than complain first about the financial financing, uh, business finance in, in Nigeria or in Africa, before you start to do that complaint, have your books in order such that even when you are not even doing the complaint, there's somebody that has a, a several millions in the bank that is ready to, you know, do a venture, like you said, or yeah. do a collectible note or some, yeah. something of some sort that but people need to see something so thank you very much for that so before i let you go uh i saw that you've entered data talking about analyzing data about the value in data and all of that too how can small businesses small business owners medium businesses how can we harness the power of data because there's so much power in data that uh, we don't know what to do with it. We are not even keeping it, first of all. And then for those that are keeping it, what, what inherent value is in data such that um, every business needs to keep their eyes on the data? You see that Excel software? Mm. Yeah. That thing is magic. Mm. Small business. You know, enter as much detail as possible. Just load it. Um, just load as much details, parameters that you can think of. 
um, what happens eventually is that it provides, it becomes the raw material for a data professional to now begin to distill and then um, bring out gems from it, bring out, find valuable uh, connections from it. So what's had there? Um, so how many customers come in per week? Uh, how many just you are tracking every customer that comes in fine this and you tra they're just basic things now you collect them as a whole but when the data analyst probably comes in you can distill them into okay um, these are after these people came so sometime um, this person comes how many times in a week or this you know this sale or cause this product moves at so so time the payment comes in so so time um, this stock finishes at so so time and there's just some understanding you can find things you can you can point out that from that from that understanding it can influence how you do your procurement it can influence how you do your um, how you do how you plan for cash flows it can influence your buying um, your how you time your promo so maybe um, sales are more often in the evening so you want to get more people to come in in the morning so you can depress the prices a bit or maybe some two to one in the morning just to get more out um, so that you don't have capital because maybe after on general so you don't want uh, this to just be burning so you want people buying at all times so some of these things you can think through it now underpins your strategy. The data now helps you to now articulate a proper strategy around what is going on, not assumptions now. So you are able to now work with real life data. It's telling you something. You are picking, you are picking real information and not conjectures, and you are able to act on actionable intelligence. You know, so that's 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 essential. You can change processes just by looking at the data, um, just also by looking at feedback. So when I mean data, not only it could also mean that okay, you hear stuff about business. Um, it could hear, it could be just an, a conversation between a customer. Why don't you people have so so so? Why don't you people have payment? Uh, maybe prayers. Why don't you people? You know, you can just hear. You just keep your ears open for all forms of info as to what the customer is saying, you know, and that feedback so that you can be able to respond as a business. Because at that point, it's your response that takes you higher. The ability to respond that takes you higher. Wow. Thank you very much for that, Carlo. <laughs> that was been such an interesting time. Yes, keep data, clean your books, strategy, have a, a good approach to strategy, walk the walk, talk the talk, but be ready to walk the work. So on the final note, what, what words would you like to leave with entrepreneurs today or want to be entrepreneurs? It's an incredible journey. Mm -hmm. I, I actually have a lot of admiration for anybody who put themselves out to um, get the entrepreneurship journey done. Um, 
doubly for women who venture into it as well. Um, I have double honors for them. Um, also as well, doing entrepreneurship in climates like Sub-Saharan Africa where um, people feel entitled to, um, where government enterprises are, people feel that government enterprises are supposed to serve them so they don't understand how to relate to the private sector. Even the government is also struggling to understand how to service um, enterprises as well, how to relate with them. It's, it's a whole lot of um, challenging environment um, that you need to learn and think fast. What I would urge entrepreneurs is, um, like I always say, you must understand um, your conviction. Um, you must have that grit to be able to stay the course. Then you must also be flexible as well to see what the environment is telling you as different from what um, your assumptions were when you started the business. So if the environment is telling you that it is not ready for this business, you must understand that, you know, um, you don't have to be emotionally, I don't get, emotionally attached and, you know, it could be location, it could be anything, you know, so ability to be perceptive enough um, to act on the intelligence that the environment is providing for you. It's very necessary. Also, if you cannot articulate and think properly because maybe just the nature of operations, then you have to have somebody who does strategy for you, um, that sits by you and then, you know, refine um, some of those thoughts that you carry in your head and then you guys can go through what parameters in terms of how to execute. Um, no payment for strategies too much um, because at some point <laughs> you're defending <laughs> your operations <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, I had to keep that in you know so payment is too much um, because it will save you um, if you don't pay for knowledge you pay for foolishness so uh, um, choose the one you're paying for Abby price of foolishness is very very steep you know so i'm not sure they want to do that so they're wiser than that so um, I'd, I'd just say um, kudos to them um, kudos to everyone who's trying to do business here and do it in an ethical and successful manner thank you very much Ike. thank you for chipping Keeping that is that uh, no price is too is too much. But you know, at the end of the day, it's according to how much you have in your pocket. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. It's such a pleasure and an honor to have you on the podcast today. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Remember to listen and share. And if you have questions as regards strategy or as regards any of our podcasts, do well to send an email to abekusenmi at gmail.com. Till another time. Ciao!